Today's episode is all about multiple streams of income and using this method to build wealth and income through to financial freedom. And I'll be using my situation as an example so you can see firsthand how this method works and why it's so powerful. But a lot of the examples that I've used, many other people, both my clients and friends, colleagues, have used to, to great effect. So this stuff definitely works. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox Podcast. Yes, that's right, we're going through multiple streams of income, why this is so powerful and why you guys should definitely look to do this going forward if you're not already doing so. So firstly, most people tend to have one, maybe two streams of income. They've got their standard job. They're usually employed by somebody else and they're focused very much on getting the most money from that job or protecting it, making sure they keep that income for the future. Now, that is definitely a way of making money and can be a very effective way of making money. But the trouble with doing that is you're putting all your eggs in one basket. If you lose your job, that company no longer needs you, the market changes, whatever, you're then stuck then getting no money. And so what you've got to do is go out and find another job to get that stream of income back again. That can be good, you can get a lot of money from that stream. But if you want to make real money, then I would encourage you to start to think about developing other streams of income on top of that one that you may already have or a few others. The other way is, you know, even people who've got their own business, this is not just for employees, people who've got their own business, often they put all of their blood, sweat, tears, money, time, energy into that business. And there's many reasons why that is a good idea in that, you know, you're building for the future and then you're looking to make that business a very strong success in the future. And you need to be committed to a business to make it successful. But if you rely on just the business for income, then that is dangerous because if the business struggles or ultimately fails, you're stuck then with no money because that is your only source of income. When you have multiple streams of income, that gives you protection, but also lets you accelerate and multiply the income that's coming in and thereby your wealth, your accumulation of wealth, which will create that financial freedom and stability for the future to allow you to do what you truly want, not just what you're stuck doing now, the day-to-day -day grind. So, okay, let's go through a specific example. So, I'll go through my example, right? So, you know, I started off a typical route doing a normal job and, you know, I did that job well and I moved through it. I started to make more and more money through that route. But I was always limited by the next promotion and how much money people were willing to pay me for it. So, what I did was I tried to progress in that area. I also then sort of progressed by moving into different ways, coming at it in different ways, going to different industries, working for myself in that area. And I started to make more and more money in that particular field. Now, that was great, but the trouble was there was always a bit of a limit in, in terms of how fast I could grow that. And I didn't want to rely just on that. So what did I do? I started to build streams of income outside of that. And as it started to grow, the money I was making from these other streams of income started to become bigger than my main stream of income. 
and I didn't have that reliance. I didn't have that need to just focus on that one. And as my financial situation improved and the money coming in started to, uh, to escalate, then I started to move my time and energy to things that I truly wanted to do that gave me fulfillment rather than just chasing money for the sake of money because I needed it to survive. And I think for so many people, that's where they're stuck. So start to look at how you can do things differently to start creating a situation where money is not a restriction, but it is something that is not holding you back and then you can pursue what you really want. And multiple streams of income is a powerful way of doing that. So what did I do? I started to invest in other areas that were giving me money alongside my main focus of work. So what did I do? I started to invest in the stock market first. And with the stock market, it builds in value over time. Now, not always, there's times when it did really badly. 2008, 2009, 2002, 2003 were very bad times for the stock market. On the whole, in the long term or the long, long term, the stock market does very well. If you look over the last 10 years, 40 years, or even 100 years, over those time periods, the average return for a year was 13%. That is very strong. So if you're looking to make money alongside it, that it can be an effective way. Now, there is a big volatility around that and the price, and so that can be quite stressful. So I, as the market changed and I didn't want to have such volatility, I moved into other areas, areas that were safer. And I moved into what I would call portfolio investing. And that is where you're investing in multiple different things at the same time, but you're doing it in a coordinated way. You do it in such a way that you know that if one thing goes down, another thing will go up in your portfolio. So overall, your portfolio is always doing well or doing well most of the time. If you're just in the stock market, occasionally you're going to get catastrophic losses. You're going to get really difficult years. It's going to be very stressful and we don't want that, right? We want you know, an easier life, a much more relaxed life. And so portfolio investing can be a great way. So that's what I did. I moved into that. I moved into a coordinated way. Now, many different ways to invest in portfolio, uh, many different portfolios to invest in. You can check it out online, check out my other videos. I talk about it a lot. But essentially, you're buying a number of different things in a coordinated way so that on the whole, something will go up even if something goes down. And by doing that, I was getting a steady increase in the value of that portfolio in such a way that I knew reliably it was going up in time. So that was a stream of income. I could take money from that. And as long as I was taking money out less than the speed in which it was increasing, that portfolio was still going up in value and I was able to take money from it and take income from it. All right, so that's the third one. Fourth one was as I was investing in various shares, some of those shares were giving me very good dividends, right? So dividends is effectively, if you own a share in a company, you can benefit from the appreciation of the value of that company, but you could also benefit from that company paying you dividends as a shareholder of the company. So when a company makes profit, it can do two things, generally speaking. One, it can pay out to the shareholders a dividend, or two, it can reinvest those profits to look to build the business in the future and get bigger and get even more profits, right? So 
some of these sh shares that I was owning were getting me five, even 10% in dividends, right? So this is a particular method some people do. They invest in companies that are known for giving historically strong returns through dividend, and that is a reliable stream of income in addition to the propensity of those shares going up in value over time. Now be mindful that companies that generally give high dividends are tend to be companies that don't tend to go up in value over time by much or even uh, by none at all, okay? You've always got to think, if a, if a company is giving you a dividend, that's money it's not reinvesting, and then the value is less likely to go up in value. Not always, but generally speaking, that is the case, okay? So that's the fourth. Fifth one, I went into peer-to-peer -peer investing. So effectively, this is a huge market that came out a few years ago and it is now really matured. Not hugely, but it is. there is a lot of companies out there, a lot of organizations that are facilitating peer-to-peer -peer investing. And the main reason this came about was because since 2008, governments have reduced interest rates to very, very low. You know, we're talking on a point of a percentage, right? Some countries have even gone into negative returns. You'd invest in them, you'd lend them money, and they would pay you for the privilege. Absolute madness. Now, there's a number of reasons why that's the case. I'm not going to go into it now, but safe to say the returns you're getting from a government, lending to the government is very low. And as a result, other companies that are lending to individuals like, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, lending to individuals like us, then we're going to get uh, much lower returns because it's always compared to that government rate. So if we put money into a bank, then the returns they're going to give you, the interest rates can be very low because ultimately if they don't borrow off you through savings in their account, they can just borrow off the government at a very, very low rate anyway. So at the moment, certainly, interest rates and savings accounts are extremely low. So people wanted a way to get stronger returns at, without having to do risky investments. They wanted something like a savings account, but felt still manageable. And peer-to-peer investing started to emerge to deal with that. So first, one example is that individuals that are looking to borrow money, and they would typically go to a bank to borrow money, can go to one of these peer-to-peer -peer companies and seek to borrow money through that. Other people that are looking to lend money for a return can lend it to these uh, organizations and collaborate together to allow people to invest effectively through that organization to other people. And that's why it's called peer-to-peer. -peer. It's people-to-people, peer-to-peer uh, investing or lending. Now, by doing that, what you're able to do is get a better return because instead of a big bank with all of the costs and infrastructure around that, that organization is able to do it more efficiently, take less cost out of the equation and, and provide the person investing with a better return. So that is a powerful way and I did that. You know, some of these companies were giving really strong returns. One of them, for, for a couple of years I was invested in, was giving me a 12% return. Now, the caveat here is that the higher the returns these companies tend to give you, the more risk you're generally taking on. And there's two main risks you want to be aware of. One, platform risk. If that company as a whole goes bust, there is a risk that you will lose your money. 
And one of the companies that I was invested in a while ago did do that. It actually went bankrupt and a lot of people lost a huge amount of money. Thankfully for me, I'd, I'd pulled my money out before that, but many people had lost a lot of money. So be mindful, okay? If you're gonna do that, invest in a number of different platform or platforms or be confident that that platform is reliable. Second way is the actual investment itself, right? A bank generally is very safe, secure. If you lend it to a very big established high street bank, it's extremely unlikely that bank is gonna go bust. But if you're investing to you know, some group of people or companies who appear to be a company, there's a high risk that those, those things you're investing in are gonna go bust, not repay, and you're, not gonna, you're gonna lose your returns or even lose the money you invested in the first place, okay? But that is definitely an option. It's an option I did. Okay, next one is stock market pension funds. So I talked about stock market already and I was getting appreciation from this, but I would consider this to be actually a separate stream of income. The reason is, is because it's in a pension fund. I can't touch that, certainly in the UK, till I'm 55. So it is a long game, right? You can invest in the short term to get certain returns or medium term, but if you invest in, in through a pension fund, it's a build up over a much longer period of time and I treat it differently. And because I can't touch it for a very long time, then I'm, I'm able to invest in such a way where I can weather volatile periods in the here and now for the future because it's gonna be in there for so long. I'm talking decades. So if it's in there for decades, I can invest in things that I know over a really long horizon are more likely to do well over other things. Make sense? All right, All right. next one, coaching. All right, uh, so through uh, financial education, I coach people in, in both financial education but in personal development generally, and I do well from that. I make money from that. And so that developed as a stream of income. It started as a passion, a way for me to give back to the community, people that I know, uh, because I want people to do well financially and in life generally. I want people to live a life that they truly want, to live a life of passion and fulfillment. I want people to be financially successful because I genuinely believe anybody can uh, do well financially and have a prosperous life. And with that, can focus on what it is that, that really means something to them, to live a life of passion um, and to live their vision. And money often is a restriction in that. So I went into that from passion and through it naturally, developed a skill in it and have done well from that. So that became a stream of income. Now the last area I'm gonna talk about is property and I've got many different streams of income within this area. I've actually got 18 streams of income. Now before I go into this, big shout out. If you've been enjoying this video, please do like it, share it with other people that you think would benefit from it. If you have enjoyed this video and you wanna let me know, some areas specifically within this that you want me to talk in more detail, other areas you want me to cover off in future weeks, again, let me know in the comment section below, DM me, I would love to hear from you because the more I know about what it is specifically that you wanna see, the more I can tailor these videos and content towards what you actually want. Okay, so back to it. So 18 streams of income just from property. In fact, I've got six non-property streams of income, 18, property streams of income, that is 24 in total. That is a lot, right? A lot of streams of income. But I've built that up over time, right? So you don't need to start with such 
uh, big number. You know, you start with going to your second, third, fourth. And the thing with the subject of money and finances is it works on an exponential curve, a compounding curve. At the beginning, right, it takes a long time to move the needle a little bit. It doesn't look like you're moving very far. But all of a sudden, it starts to speed up faster and faster and faster until so the numbers accelerate very quickly, right? That's what happened to me and many other people I know. So if you're in a situation where you're not seeing a huge change, right, and you're making efforts in this area, don't be disheartened. Everybody goes through that. You go through that slow period to move through to that steep period. So know it's coming and it's there. It just takes time, all right? So what are those 18 streams of income for me? Well, I have nine properties, right? So each of those properties give me a stream of income and they give me multiple streams of income even in just the same property. So for each of those properties, I invest in areas where I know in the long term they will increase in value. And as they increase in value, that increases the value of my portfolio, my wealth. But you might say, well, who cares, James? Because even though it's gone up, that's not income to me. How is that a stream of income? Well, it is because you can either sell it or you can remortgage. Now, I don't sell, generally speaking. I look to remortgage. So every, say, few years, every, say, two or three years, I will look to remortgage that property. And from the increased value, I will take money out of that property and use that money as a form of income or reinvest it to make even more money and the great thing is when you remortgage you do not pay tax on it because you've not sold the asset so it's a very smart way of unlocking money and making money from property so each of those nine properties has a stream of income through the appreciation through the increase in the value of those properties now eight of those nine properties i have have tenants and those tenants give me income each month so every month I collect rent from those people. Now I have a number of costs around those properties, mortgage costs and so on. But each of those properties give me income higher than all the costs associated with those properties. So each of those eight properties give me a stream of income in the form of rent. Now the reason why it's not nine is because one of those properties I'm looking, I bought because I was looking to sell at a higher value. I got it at a very good price and I know that in time I will sell it at a much higher price. And from that difference, I will make money. Right? So that is a form, of, um, a form of income as well. But because I'm looking to sell it quickly, I didn't put somebody in it. Because if I put somebody in it, then it's a lot harder to sell because some people might not want to buy it if there's a tenant already in it. And also it's harder for people to view it. And so it's a slower process to sell. So that's why only eight of the nine have streams of income in the way of rent. Now, one of my properties is a residential mortgage. So what I mean by that is because I live in it, I am uh, paying off that mortgage over time. Now, not everybody does this, but generally speaking, if you have a mortgage on a property that you own, you pay in part the interest on that mortgage, but you also pay a part of the capital. Because the idea is over time, over a period of time, say 30 years, you'll have paid off the mortgage and you'll own the house outright or the flat out house right. Own the house outright. 
Now, the reason why I would classify this as a stream of income is because every month I'm paying some money towards the mortgage. So over time, the amount of money I owe on it relative to the value of it is decreasing. So how much money I have in that property, if you think about it, like if it's a hundred thousand pounds of property, right? And I own 50,000 pounds on it. But every year I'm paying off 5,000 pounds every year the value that I have in that property is increasing relative to how much I owe on it. So when I go to remortgage it, there is a bigger difference between what I owe and the value on it, and therefore I can get even more money from remortgaging it, or I can get even more money from when I sell it. So if you're in a situation where you're doing um, capital repayments, you're paying off the mortgage over time, then that's actually increasing your wealth and building up towards a future income when you sell it or remortgage it, okay? So there you have it. They are my 18 streams of property, uh, 18 streams of income through property, six non-property streams of income collectively accumulating to 24. Now, that might sound like a big number to some of you guys, but wherever you are, just look to think, right, what's my next stream of income gonna be? What do I want that to be? Where can it be? Use some examples from what I've done. Talk to other people that you know who are successful financially in areas that you respect. Talk to them, get some ideas, and then work on that next stream. Then that next stream, and then that stream. And before you know it, you've got 24 like me. In fact, you might be beating me and hitting 100, 200, like some of those amazing people out there. Right guys, I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you have, please do like, share it with those that you think would benefit from it too. If you wanna see specific content going forward, let me know in the comment section below. If there's something that you really enjoyed about this, again, let me know. If you something you want me to improve going forward, something you want me to talk less on or remove from videos, again, I want to know. I wanna make sure these videos are tailored towards you guys that are watching it. So that's all from me. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you next week. Take care.